Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Michael T. Justice, a man in the middle, half black, half white, in the middle of the country, in the middle of the night, trying to figure out how to make this shit right, because they fixed the game before they broke the rules, and then they look at you like you're some kind of fool, because you don't know. Good morning, everybody. Ah, it is, what is today, Thursday, Friday. I don't even know what day it is. I'll see if I can cut that off. Good morning, everybody. I am Michael T. Justice. These are the Justice Files. And um, I was just uh, going over some different news stuff. And, um, uh, you know, yesterday I was talking about uh, some other stuff, but anyway, today I was uh, just looking at a couple of stories, and one of them made me think of like a story when I was a kid. It was this McDonald's? Uh, I don't know if you heard the story about the, the young lady. I just saw it. Uh, just saw the video uh, a couple minutes ago, where I guess she was telling the guy. Yeah, she worked at a McDonald's uh, in Florida somewhere, I think. Um, uh, but she was telling the guy that they didn't have straws, or I don't know what the heck the deal was. But whatever, this dude proceeded to reach across the counter to snatch her towards him. I can only assume to do her harm. And so she proceeded to defend herself. And she I heard somebody in the discussion of the video say that she was some kind of boxer which I could buy because she was she was tagging him in his head pretty good which was a good thing because uh, he had no business putting his hands on her um, regardless of how she behaved towards him how she answered him or anything and you know the first thing on this is the racial aspect because it's a white man grabbing this young black woman um, and then you get into the whole, I do not know why my car is dinging at me, uh, but then you get into the whole thing where, um, the, uh, the management of the place and, and all of this stuff, uh, cause she's got her a lawyer and, and some of the quotes I saw in the little story, it could clearly show she's got her a lawyer and uh, good on her because um, people got to know you can't do that kind of stuff. Um, and it draws me back to when I was a kid. I must have been 16. And uh, I don't know. I I used to be a hardcore jaywalker. That's right. I used to cross the street wherever I wanted to cross the street when I was a kid. I didn't care about no damn street 
lights or crosswalks. I just cross where I wanted to cross. I'm in charge of my own safety. If I walk out there, that car will pass and then I'll walk on through and I know how to get through there. I'm responsible for myself. And uh, I remember this car went by and I was standing there waiting and jumped right out behind him or maybe ran right across in front of him. Whatever it was, I got across and it was a stupid thing to do. Don't do that. I mean, you know, uh, I would definitely, I'd go off on my kid if he was doing that. Um, but I ran across and uh, unbeknownst to me, it really pissed this guy off. Because I was going to a McDonald's as you as it would happen. And uh, I had like moved on in my mind. I crossed the street, uh, walked in, was going to grab some food, uh, make an order. And all of a sudden, this guy burst through the door, says, hey, you motherfucking grabs me. And he was like, I remember, I remember it clearly. He was like this Marine in his little Marine fatigues thing and I remember because they used to have some kind of like the hats were different uh, like they were boxy round I don't know but anyway I took the guy in that moment to be some kind of marine and I was just like holding on for dear life and I remember saying somebody call the police because I grabbed the other side of the the counter I was like, this man is not dragging me out of this out of this place. And uh, so I grabbed the counter. Now, uh, this brings to mind another uh, parallel. <laughs> because uh, this guy came in as it, just as it happened. I was working as a dishwasher in this place. And uh, this guy named Robert came in was a bus boy at that restaurant and I remember he came in and suddenly it was two to one and I remember him fashioning himself as some kind of karate guy because well finish this story the guy backed down and it, it all cooled out because suddenly it was two against one and you know I, I don't remember I know I didn't hit nobody. I didn't get hit, and uh, it it dissolved. You know the situation dissolved, and uh, I know my heart rate was way the hell up, because I was scared as hell. Because I was like, I remember thinking, this is a marine, like they're trained to kill, and uh, all of this stuff, and I was freaking out. I was a white guy and the. The other guy that came to help me was a black guy, and I never really thought of it much on the racial level. Just uh, teenagers being jerks and people reacting poorly. Uh, it was most probably, uh, well, I can't say most probably. Yeah, I can say most probably. It was a racial thing for that individual. Um, I'll never know. Uh, but he went on about his way. Now, 
the parallel that that brought to mind that that story brought to mind is within a couple of days and i've always remembered these two stories together because uh, within a few days of that i ended up in another situation with this guy at the job who was a uh, uh, ex-con so this dude had been released from prison or whatever and we were back there and we were both doing dishes uh, and this was this place where uh, it was a fancy restaurant uh, run by some mob connected people by the way but uh, but it was uh, this fancy restaurant that um, they it was like fancy Italian where you would order your food but then the waiter would quote unquote cook it and not really cook it in front of you but like they would cook place generate a lot of damn dishes they would cook the food back in the kitchen and then you order some spaghetti or whatever they're gonna send it out in a pot with spaghetti in it and a pot with sauce in it and then the the, the waiter is gonna put the noodles on your plate and then put the sauce on your plate is that your liking sir and do all of that jazz create a lot of dishes and a lot of hot pots because everything they took out there and they had a lot of these flaming dishes whenever you look out there on the floor there'd be little fires in front of tables because they'd have those what's that flambe or whatever so you'd have all these dishes that would come back and they would be hot because the little carts had uh that they would wheel them out on were basically little stoves and you know sometimes the handles they get done with what they were doing and slam them back on the cart and the handles might get caught up in the fire or something or whatever they would be hot and the bus boys would tell you know the hot pots or whatever when they bring them back and you're doing the dishes well this this other dude whatever i'm getting into too many details of how the fight came about because the dude basically uh the other dishwasher passed me some pans that he knew were hot and it burned my hand and I was like you motherfucker and he's laughing and I sprayed him with some water that we had and it turned into this thing where we started uh, going at each other but we were like separated by this uh, cart or by this like he passed them through this window so the water that I sprayed on him I sprayed through a window so we weren't right next to each other we could like start fighting right then we had to like go into a different room practically to get to each other and by the time we get to each other people are breaking us up and it's like alright we'll settle this later and it's one of those situations and we'll settle that outside it's almost after school kind of thing well the same dude that jumped in on this marine I'll never forget this, man. The same dude that a few days earlier had jumped in and was, like, ready to do battle with this Marine was like, man, you got to be crazy getting into a fight with that dude. He been to prison. And it just was a whole, it's like, it just uh, struck me from then on. And it's like a lot of uh, things have to do with your perceptions. Because, like, for me... You went to prison don't mean nothing. I mean, you might be the thug that was running the prison. And you might be the one that was hanging on for your dear life trying to get out of there. So I'm not going to, like, instantly ascribe that to you. The same thing with being in the military, though, right? Just because you're a Marine 
don't mean, I mean, it might mean that you, like, once did battle with 15 enemies and, and have a gold star, or bronze star, or whatever. Uh, or you could have been the dude <laughs> that got kicked out because you run around picking on teenagers, you know what I mean? Just because you have a title or something doesn't mean you something. So that that those two stories in comparison have always kind of put that in my head. But uh, that's just me on my way to work thinking about that particular story and what it brought to mind. Back to the McDonald's lady, uh, the lady, she needs to uh, have a lawyer. And uh, that cat needs to suffer the fury of the law, right? Suffer the full weight of the law because uh, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. You can't feel like you can just talk to somebody any old kind of way, do them any old kind of way, and just assume that they are powerless because of who they are. Whether you were just grabbing somebody, because I asked this stupid kid working at McDonald's, I can treat them any old kind of way. Or more likely, this some old black woman, I can do whatever I want to do. In any case, it needs to stop. And the only way it's going to stop is if we stop it. So the full weight of the law needs to be brought down on them. And it needs to be real clear that... Uh, I don't care if somebody goes, eh, they might be it. People overreact. People overreact. Well, then don't act and they won't react. If you don't act stupid, they won't react to your stupidity or your racism. Well, I got to work. So Michael T. Justice signing out. like maybe one or two people against against the racism and so many people for it that you know you just gotta be it just but now it's more people that'll say something against it or whatever and I was reading this story the other day or yesterday about uh, somebody in I want to say Pennsylvania or something this black kid started playing hockey when he was a little kid and he's never really had many problems. His father told him, you know, you just gotta be on the lookout. It may happen, be all right, but you yeah. know. And he got better and better, played, and now he plays in the, the uh, traveling team leagues. Like, I don't know hockey, uh, but I know like my, nep- my uh, nephew is in soccer. Like his mother has him in, in, or his father really, has him in all these competitive soccer leagues. Where, so he'll go travel all over. They go have tournaments in St. Louis, Wichita. Uh, I think they even went to Chicago one time just, you know, to play against other kids or whatever. And uh, I guess they do this with hockey too. And this kid's good enough to play on these competitive teams. So they start playing in this tournament and... Uh, the other kids start saying stuff like, get off the ice, you monkey. And making monkey sounds and calling them all kinds of N-words and whatnot. And uh, generally the dude, she said, generally I take it. Just, you take it because 
take it, and then but something happened, and it went one too far, and he got to, you know, hockey's a physical game anyway. Yeah, it is. And I, they got to the penalty box, and I guess he took it, you know, he swung, and he got kicked out of the game. Now, the team said, like, they took it up, and they said, hey, man, this dude, been, they've been calling him all kinds of names and doing all this kind of stuff. You know, you going to do something about this? And it's like, we didn't get that. We didn't hear that. You know, whatever. They played it off. And um, the team came, what they did, he was kicked out of the tournament, so they had to come back the next day, and they brought, they did uh, one of the team mothers, so not the family of the kid, not the black family, but the white family on the team yeah. was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. So she made one, you know, they got them no signs with the line across, you know, the circle, yeah. like no parking sign. Uh, and they had like the no racism with the line through it. But instead of the line, it was a hockey stick. So and they put that on their uniforms and saying no racism in hockey and cut this out. And uh, a bunch of other teams asked them for that, those stickers, because they were like, yeah, man, them people are tripping, you know. And it it just reminded me of our conversation the other night because I was thinking, you know, there was a time when they, people wouldn't stand up, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I know. You know, they wouldn't stand up. It wasn't there. It's not my fight. That's pretty bad, man. I'm sorry no, that happened to you. Either it's not my fight, or they were afraid to stand up. Or they're afraid to stand up, right. And now... Back in those days. Right. Right. And now it's like, hey, look, man. You're a jerk. Cut it out, yeah. is the thing. And when you get that response, then you can see improvement. Yeah. And I think that's why I, like bristle at the notion that oh it's just as bad as it ever was because it's not as bad as it ever was because it's different (laughs) you know and I ain't gonna say it's over or whatever but it certainly ain't over lord knows that far far but the thing is you can't just get on court you know when you look up and this goes back to that whole Adam and Eve conversation, right? But it's like, if you if you consider that we're just off course as a species, as a country, as a as an individual, all you can do is try to get back on course. And once you make the decision to try and get back on course, you're not suddenly on... You're not suddenly at your destination, obviously. And you're not, it's not rosy because now you still gotta go back through whatever the new course takes you through. So we're trying to get better. Yeah, we're trying to get better. That's all we can do, man. Fine. Fine, fine. Now the thing is, there's some who don't want to get better, and those are the ones you gotta 
keep on. Oh, always gonna be somebody, man. Always. Somebody something. Always. No, absolutely. Always. You know, to get back into that Bible conversation we were having, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, yeah. the whole thousand years thing. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Like after a thousand years, it's all, it starts all over again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, but, <clears throat> yeah, so it's always going to be an ever quest to be, be a better species, be a better person, be a better country, you know what I mean? There's no, it used to be. It never was what it was supposed to be. If it was what it was supposed to be, then... Again? Hey, thanks again for checking me out. And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.